Hello, everyone. Welcome to season one, episode two of the Nerds at Night podcast. I'm Ryan, and with me is Kevin. <laughs> Today, we have a very topical podcast about E3. So, we'll be talking about a few of our favorite franchises and what they're coming out with. So, Kevin, how about that new Smash? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's very I like it. good. It's like Sakurai just wanted to shut everyone up. He's like, Asked for Ridley for 10 years. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Honestly, I think he was tired of getting all these like tweets of people. It's like, can, can we get Ridley? Can we Can we get Pichu back? Can we get really, what about Daisy? <laughs> hey, where's Roy? Where's Roy? Can we just... it's, like, it's like, guys, fine. I'll just, I'll just put them all in one game. What? Yeah. Yeah, like, you're getting them no all DLC. in. The... I'll just shove them in a f- one freaking game. Call it Ultimate. They're like... <gasps> Wait, we can't It's the anymore. biggest crossover in gaming history, that's like... That's pretty good. I actually have the uh, trailer on loop right now, because it's so hype. Uh, is it really hype, though? I, I mean... <laughs> I guess. I didn't see Daisy coming. Like, I'm not, like, a, the hugest fan of Daisy, but when I saw Daisy, like, revealed, I got really excited. Yeah, but... She- they just like cemented the fact that she's just Peach. I guess. Peach. I wonder. I wonder how she's gonna be different though. Uh, she has different like animation and stuff. She and uh, damage is probably allocated differently. But um, right. To be fair though, she is like Peach's sister, right? Isn't that how it is? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Wait, they're not. No, 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 no. Daisy made her first appearance in Super Mario Bros. Two. Uh, she was. The princess of Sassafras Land, or whatever, something. Sassafras. Sassafras. Uh, Daisy. I'm just gonna type in Daisy Kingdom into my thing. <laughs> That's like uh, hmm. Mario. Uh, Sarasaland. 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 Sarasa. What is Sarasa? Like, I know Peach is like you know the Mushroom Kingdom and everything, but what's a Sarasa? It's a different world. I don't know. It's got a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> what do you think about like them acknowledging that some characters are just clones of each other? Like uh, Marth and Lucina? That's fine. Martha and Lucina make sense, though, because they intentionally did that. Well, yeah, because like, she pretends to be Marth, Marth. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's Marth. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Echo Fighters, so like Ganondorf and Captain Falcon, that was just because they wanted to put in Ganondorf, but they didn't have time to make a whole new skill set, so like, mm, we'll just give them Captain Falcon skill set, but make it all dark and ominous. Wait, they did that? I didn't notice that. But Ganondorf was in Smash, in, in Brawl, right? In Melee? Ganondorf? Yeah. He was in Brawl. And Melee. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most recently. Wait, but I guess... He, Most he, recent? What? Smash 4? Oh, wait. I, hold on. I played that, like, twice. Uh, that's awkward. Yes, he was introduced in Melee. He was supposed to be. They were initially going to add him into 64. But then they dropped him for Bowser, which got dropped. <laughs> so, wait, they dropped Bowser also? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's weird. Because they could only fit so many characters in. That's right. There was like technological limitations. Yeah. 
yeah. But Echo Fighters, they're chill. I like them. They're fine. Um, are there? Wait, there's another one. Pit and Dark Pit. That doesn't really. <laughs> okay. Okay, they are Echo Fighters, but that's like new and it makes sense. <laughs> oh, Wolf is back, which I'm happy about because I, I kind of liked him in Brawl. I did not like Brawl. He made very annoying attack sounds. Whenever I don't actually watched. remember the sounds. It's like, ow! <laughs> like a wolf. Like actually, and it's not fun. I'm so glad because, like in Brawl, they went for like the realistic sounds and stuff. So Bowser was really gross, right? Ooh, like his skin yeah. and like his voice. They made him sound like an actual monster, but not they. Kind of like, like gravelly. Yeah, they reverted it back. They're going more toony, which I like. Yeah, that's the the thing I really like about the Smash Bros Ultimate right now because. They're going to the most popular designs because in Brawl, they used the Twilight Princess designs and those are but like actual, <laughs> like super ugly. I mean, that might just my might be my bias because I don't like Twilight Princess. <laughs> so now they've just but, like chosen kind of like the best. The most iconic or the most iconic that's different from what they've already done. I like the, what they did with uh, Link. I think it's cool they used his like champion's tunic and everything. But he can still switch over to his, the other one. The, the, the something the of the wild, clothes. right? The hero's clothes or whatever. Yeah. And his iconic green cap. But uh, Oot, Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf, good choice. Love it. Uh, the Zelda design people really don't like, but I like it. because It looks, okay, so their reasoning was like, in Breath of the Wild, she took more of like a research, re- research role. Yeah. So and so they, since this is a fighting game, they're like, let's choose one where she's actually ready to fight. She, I don't know. She doesn't really fight between the world, but she's fine. <laughs> but she got Sheik, though. Sheik. Sheik's still the same. It's fine. Uh, oh, Pokemon Trainer's back. Pokemon Trainer back? You can play as the female trainer. That's, that's new. Yeah, it's new and interesting. Um, I don't remember exactly, but in Brawl, did you have to switch between the Pokemon? Otherwise, yes, you had to switch, but you had to be on the ground idle to switch. But now you can switch in midair, and the switch is super fast, so you can combo. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool to see, like the pros play. Yeah, because it's like you like micromanage three characters pretty much. Right. So like, oh yeah, which aerial is better? For this situation, and you just <laughs> decide really fast. Yeah. Can you like double switch in midair? Do you think? No, that takes too much time. So you Switching have to like. Mid-air takes a long. It's not a long time because they shortened it by a lot, but it still takes a lot. They also changed shielding. You can perfect shield now. You, you have to let go to perfect shield. Yeah. Uh, the 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 dodge rolling thing. That's very useful because, you know, all those freaking people who just keep rolling across the stage to, like, get away. I'm like, mm-hmm. So now, like, if you roll a lot, you'll if have you less invincibility. In yeah, if you roll six times in a row, you get slow roll. So um, it's good for punishing people who just roll, roll, roll everywhere. Literally everywhere. 
were. Um, and of course, a character people are excited to see back is uh, Ice Climbers. Ice Climbers, yes, favorite character, yes. That's your favorite character? Favorite character, yes, favorite fighting character. Mained them in Melee, never went back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, la, la, la. Actually, I played the original Ice Climbers, but then I hated it because it was so hard. <laughs> but like, was it like broken? No, it's just like the the just the way you controlled uh, Nana and Popo. It's it was terrible. Like you had to have a running start to move horizontally in a mid jump. Mm-hmm. So it's like your momentum would keep going. So if you were running and you jumped, you couldn't stop. Oh, so you just like keep. You just keep. You keep do the arc. You would continue the arc. Oh, like. Stop in mid- oh, oh. Ooh. So if you like overshot it, you would just fall over the block you wanted to stand on, and then fall all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to start back from the start. Choice, pretty fun. Yeah. I think an interesting thing I never thought about, but like when Sakurai brought it up, it made a lot of sense. It's like the more characters we add to Smash, the more we have to like code for Kirby. Oh, because the more hats you have to put in. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the hats, though, but because he gets a different ability. Oh, yeah, each ability, time. yes. But then you could just copy assets. That's fine. But I don't think it's just copy-paste code because his character is different, right? There's different numbers, obviously. Well, I mean, like, you just copy-paste and then adjust, like, where, like, everything is. Like, he's, like, physically lower than most people and how the animation goes, but... I think it'd be fine. Honestly, they have to pay the artists more, right? Because they have to make all the hats. Yeah, that's, I guess, part of it. Oh, my God. Kirby's actually, like, actually terrible. Because when you add... Kirby is basically... You have to give him 68 more hats and (laughs) abilities and sprites just because of the hat. He just, like, takes up a lot more space in the game. Kirby is half the game. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It's like, uh, yeah, to play the game, you're going to have to download the Kirby pack. The, the Kirby disc. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise we couldn't fit it all on the cartridge. Yeah. Um, That'd be so troll. Anyone else get changed? Shulk got way better. because. You oh, because like you, you choose with like the wheel, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can still switch through them manually with the button, but oh, way faster. And it's more uh telegraphed like instead of just the the lettering there's actually there's a caption that says what you want <laughs> yeah because when i played in like smash 4 i was like i don't know what any of what's, these do what's i can't what's read japanese yellow? what's the yellow one what's the red one <laughs> you had to like figure it out and even then sometimes it's like well i'm not exactly well, sure i mean he would scream it out but like when you're in the middle of fighting you don't really pay attention you yeah all, all you can really hear is like i'm really feeling i'm really feeling Feel the Monado's power. Hmm. Yeah, backslash. That's okay. No one played him. I feel bad. Because <laughs> he was was he kind of bad? No, he wasn't bad. It's just that a lot not a lot of people played Xenoblade Chronicles. Well, oh, that's true. Record. Yeah, I played it for like two days, and then I got stuck, and then I didn't know what to do, and then I quit. <laughs> like when you went to the store, you almost bought the game, right? And you're like, eh, nah. There's like the, the the special edition thing for Xenoblade 2, and it was really beat up, so it was on sale, but I didn't get it because I'm like, mm, I didn't enjoy one, so I'm probably not going to enjoy two. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's probably like a good deal, but 
no, I'm okay. Uh, combat system in Xenoblade wasn't. Oh, okay. It was okay. Like I get what they were going for, but it's just uh, when you it's basically attacking every set amount of time, but you have to react to block, and it's just, it wasn't it wasn't fun. It's like too much investment. Like you have to learn a lot to play a game that's kind of like it's a well yeah it, it was there was a really hard learning curve because it's it's a free world like you could run around and if you see a monster you would lock on and then mm-hmm. you would engage in combat but then every uh, every like point seven seconds or whatever you would attack but then you would have to weave in abilities with like, oh. one two and like magic and stuff whatever but. That would get in the way of your like your idle auto attacking, so you have to like weave it in. But then the enemy is also attacking you at the same time, so you have to use your defensive abilities. So it's like a lot of micromanagement kind of thing. And you have multiple people in your party. Oh, so you're not controlling just one person; you have to control everybody. Well, you 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 control one person at a time, but you have to switch between them to use every ability effectively. So like. so, like, say, Shulk's backstab ability is on the five-second cooldown. You use it, and then you switch to his partner, and then you have to use their abilities and keep switching. Oh. Yeah. It's kind just, of like it's just too much StarCraft, fun. how you had to, like, micromanage a bunch of stuff but yeah. in, like, an RPG setting. But it's not, it's not a top-down view. You're, like, oh, in, yeah. like, 3D perspective, like, behind them, and then you're doing everything, and the camera switches around, and, yeah. Yeah. Was that game on Wii U? What? Was it on Wii U? It was on Wii. Oh, Wii? Yes. Wait, Wii U didn't even get... Or did they get the Wii second U? one? No. Wait, wait, I think Wii U did get the second one. Let me check. I'm also checking. <laughs> it's on they got, they got X. Xenoblade Chronicles X. I don't know what, what that means. Is that just their HD remake? It probably is. Yeah, you're yep. probably right. Yep. How did I know? <laughs> wow. Cool. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Uh, All purpose HD grass fred GMO. <laughs> Not GMO. <laughs> Organic. I swear, there's uh, like six versions of that game. I'm... Of Hyrule Warriors? Hyrule Warriors, yeah. Like the. There is the initial Hyrule Warriors, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then, well, yeah, Initial Hyrule Warriors. Then it came out for 3DS. There's a whole bunch of DLCs, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes out in, like, HD. Wait, no, it came out Wii U, right? Right. Original 3DS, original, plus the DLCs that were already out, installed. And mm-hmm. then it comes out on Switch. And it comes out with all the DLC, right? That's up to that right. point. And then there's it's the, like the, the deluxe the edition. Definitive deluxe edition with all the DSCs, and then they quit. So it's like four, I think. Whoa. That's a lot for one Musou game. Actually. For Zelda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be great seeing like the fat like chunk of characters in Smash of like all the Smash, not Smash characters, but what am I saying? Of all like the Fire Emblem characters, because we're going to have so many. But I guess we can't expect Lynn, even though even if we wanted her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a cis trophy in Smash Ring. 
Right. She's always been into this trophy. But they can't add her in because she doesn't have a following. Well, okay, she does have a following, a very bigger following because of Fire Emblem Heroes, but... That's true. They made they made many alternate characters of her, right? Yeah. There's five. Right. There's five. Whoa. Yeah. Horse. Well, okay. Regular Lynn, Horse Lynn, Bridal Lynn, uh, Valentine's Lynn, and uh, Legendary Hero Lynn. That's five. One's a green bow. One's a bow. One's a sword. One's a blue tome unit, and then one's a staff. So. Well. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. That's a lot. You can have a full, colored, Lin team. You have. Red and how viable would that be? Like not bad. No, Red Sword Lord Lin is eh. She's okay. She's like tier two. And then uh, uh, Horse Lin is top tier. The brave one. Yeah, brave Lin. And then Green Slot would be legendary Lin. She's actually kind of bad. Oh, sadly, because she's a colored bow. Uh, and then uh, what's the blue tone? Uh, Valentine's a... Lynn. She's our armored that's... unit. That's a fairly recent addition, right? Colored bows. Yeah, colored bows. They added it in two point five update. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a wonderful segue onto our next game, uh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Three Ramblers. I love Fire them. Emblem Three Two Bedroom Apartments. Yes, we've been meaning I, it. I don't know how I feel about the title, because I mean I can't really. How do I say this? I can't really like tell them how to name their game, right? And yeah. I don't think I could think of a better name for like something like that because it's supposed to be like, oh, like, oh yeah, three noble houses. Which one will you choose? But I don't know, maybe like three kings. Wait, now there's two, or there's three options instead of two, like birthright versus. Uh, well, I mean, other. there there's three options in birthright and Kong. Oh right, there's like the the third. Yeah. Yeah. But um, hopefully they don't do a kind of fate thing again because that, it'll probably get old very soon. Like if when you make someone pay. Like forty dollars for a three DS game, right? And you get a conquest and you finish mm-hmm. it. And they're like, Oh, let's play birthright. And you have to pay another twenty bucks to play birthright. Right. And then it was like, okay, so I had the whole thing, but there's still like some an- answering questions, but you know, that's the whole point of fire emblem. And then they come out with a third path called Revelations, and they're like, Oh yeah, another twenty dollars to get my answers. Yeah, get to get answers. And you and choose then, neither path, you know? Yeah, you choose neither path. But then it doesn't answer anything at all. And you feel scammed of like $80. It's more convoluted. I'm like, okay, fine, okay, fine, okay. It's like, I'm not mad, just disappointed. Uh, I, I was kind of mad. I really didn't like how they updated the weapon triangle and fates. It just strayed away too much from original fire emblem okay i didn't play that game so uh what did they change about it so you know how like swords are good against axes axes are good against lances you have like yeah. the, the melee weapon triangle uh-huh. but then they added the they added a ranged weapon triangle including then merged them together so like it'd be like axe 
axe and oh, what's it? Axe and dagger units are good against lance and bow units. Oh. And lance units are good against uh, sword and tome units. And I'm like, why did you do that? So they just like overlaid another triangle on top. Yeah, but that would, but it's still uh, applied the other way around. So like, so sword units would be good against like dagger units. I think. Oh. I can't even remember. I can't even remember, but. So then it crosses like there's a melee that's good against the range, and there's a range good against the melee. Also. Yeah, it's it just didn't make sense. And, and there's the melee good against the melee, and the range good against the ranged. Yeah, but it, it crossed, and it didn't make sense. Yeah, I could see how that could get really confusing. Because I the whole and the game's like actually so easy that you don't even really need to pay attention to the weapon triangle. Just hit him it's, really it's hard. Sad. Just hit him with your paladin unit, you know? <laughs> yeah, and they made the game, like, dumbed down so much. I hated it because they took out weapon durability. Wait, they did? Like, yeah, for fates. That's like a core part of the game, yeah, though. Yeah, that's the core part of the game. They took out weapon durability and replaced it. Because, you know, you still need, like, a penalty for, like, using a weapon over and over right. and over. So they put in debuffs for the stronger weapons. So, like, when you would use, like, a steel weapon you would lose 10 speed. That's dumb. And then when you would use a silver weapon, you would get minus two to everything after combat, and that would keep stacking over and over and over the more you kept fighting. So, like, if you put your tanky unit, like, say, Xander, like, who has a lot of defense with a silver uh, sword or whatever, or silver lance, yeah. and he's tanking people, and he hits, like, five people, then he has minus, minus 10? 10 to yeah. everything. Whoa! Wait, so he's, like, also, he gets hit for more damage then? Yeah. That is... Ooh. I mean, in retrospect, it kind of makes sense, because, you know, you get tired, like, you physically... Like, people get Because, like, it's heavy, right? Yeah, it's way heavier. it's heavy. But it's just not a fun way to play the game. <laughs> but then again, it's like, well, my character's already, like, tr gained enough weapon proficiency and, like, strengthened up to use such a, like, strong weapon, but they can't even use it. For a long time. But everyone still gets debuffed, so that's the one thing. Um, they took away, like, unique weapon sprites. So, like, an Iron Lance looks the same as, like, uh, like a Legendary Lance, like Bidofner or whatever. Oh, in-game? Or, like, yeah, the in sprite. the fight scene? No, no, in the fight scene, they they look different. But, like, when you look at someone's inventory, it looks, oh. like, it looks like a generic Lance. Like the icon? Yeah, the icon. And it's just like... Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> it's like they couldn't get enough artists or something. But they have all the art ready. From, okay, from like previous games? Because they're old weapons, right? Right. Take it from Awakening, literally. They oh, didn't make new weapons? No, they did make new weapons. But but they had a lot of the old ones still they in there. They had a lot of the old ones still there. So you could just carry assets over and then draw the new ones, but... <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Thinking about fights makes me mad. <laughs> I mean, okay, now looking at uh, Three Houses, I think they took a lot of aspects from the recent Warriors game, and they're like, wow, we can actually use some parts of that. Because, uh... like, they took, like, the big armies and added it to the main, main line, you know? Well, I mean, it's kind of like they're trying to replicate, like, actual war, because, like, you know, usually a 26-person militia doesn't take down a nation, right? Yeah. And so, and it's based off, like, nobility and houses. So, you know, a nobility has, like, you know, 
armed men. They would have an army, yeah. Yeah, an army, like an actual army. So, like, having, like, units command, like, their own smaller army when they're attacking actually makes sense. And I really like it, but Darmwonders are like, (laughs) (laughs) It looks really good. Yes, looks very good. Because they modeled most of the, the fighting, like like fighting aspects and map aspects from like uh, Radiant Dawn mm-hmm. and Path Which was on GameCube? Uh, it was on Wii and Game. No, only Wii. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it was the first like uh, top down. Well, not top down. Well, it basically is still top down, but like 3D rendered. Right. Fire Emblem games that really didn't sell well. So that's why there's no copies out there. <laughs> right? Like, I didn't even know you could play Fire Emblem on the Because people only knew about Ike because of Smash. And it sort of revived Fire Emblem because, like, people were like, oh, what's Fire Emblem? And then they looked at it and like, eh, it's... I want to play the game that has Ike, but it costs $220. So they didn't make I'm that not going to buy it. Yeah, they didn't make that many. So then... Fire Emblem's like, oh my god, our franchise is dying. Okay, let's just do one more game and make it be the finisher. We'll, we'll just be the finisher, right? So then they make Awakening, and they put all their heart and soul into it, and it sells really well. They're like... <gasps> yeah, I bought that game. Let's do another one. <laughs> and then, now here we are. I'm noticing okay. when you're in, like, fighting, there's, like, arcs that show where what other units can, like, attack you. Yeah. That's... And it's, like, very clear. Even though it's, like, a... Th- like, I tend to lose clarity in, like, 3D sort of, like, battlefields. But, like, here, it's very, it seems very clear. There's, like, you can see sort of the grid, but you can kind of see it's also more, yeah. I don't know, freeform, mm-hmm. I guess. I have mixed feelings about that because, I mean, on older Fire Emblem games, I mean, it's, like... You're supposed to be the tactician, and you're supposed to be mindful of where you're putting your units, mm-hmm. and why you're putting them there, and why you're attacking. And that's supposed to be—I think it's supposed to be the person's job. That's what makes the game fun, like thinking about, oh yeah, if I do this, this this happens. And right. In newer games, it's way more telegraphed because it's you're trying to reach out to like a, a wider fan base. And I do enjoy that danger zone has been added, but. You know, back in the olden days, when you had to check every unit and every weapon. You had to, like, hit A on them, check their range, go back, move your guy. I mean, it was annoying, but it made you feel like a tactician, you know? Like, you had to, like, think through all the steps, like in chess, you know? Yeah. But that's just my opinion. People, I do, yeah, I'm not saying I don't enjoy the telegraphed, like, nature of new Fire Emblem games. It's just... I kind of like the old versions, too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah. Even though we may, like, clown on it a lot, but it seems like a really fun and exciting game. Edgelord. Edelgard. <laughs> Is your name Edgelord? It's Edelgard! Edelgard. That's the one... Okay, that's another thing I like about this game, is that they're adding another Axe Lord, because the first Axe Lord was Hector. And, you know, he's, like, Superman, like, oh, yeah, I am i don't care about anybody, I don't have feelings, whatever. So, like, he, he looks like, you know, the Axe Lord. But now we have this frail girl in white hair named Edelgar, 
who's an axe lord. That that's like it's, it's it's cool. It's nice to have a female lord. A female lord, that's not a sword lord and frail and doesn't use a stave. That uses axes. Because <laughs> like yeah. whenever you think of like a female lord, it was like you think of like mists and like uh like all the little princesses that use like I'm not, I'm frail. I use staves because I'm not a fighter. I like healing people. No. Except Erica. Well, Erica. Well, she's still like that. <laughs> yeah, she like fought with like a rapier, so she's like. Well, she fights only because she has to, because she wants to solve everything through friendship and joy. And she's like, I, I don't want to fight. And then her brother's like, I'm gonna like, kill, kill them all. Kill them all. Storm Grotto. <laughs> it's like wait, with, with like your four dudes. With my four yes, dudes. My four dudes. <laughs> One of them's gonna betray me, but I don't know. I that remember yet. that mission. That was actually a lot of fun. See, in that mission, you know he's gonna betray you, so you just take his silver sword and his silver lance. <laughs> and it's good. It's all good. Yep, you <laughs> gotta you get take free your money later on in the game. Because <laughs> Ephraim keeps all of his weapons when you meet up with Erica. Oh, it saves them, right? Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you don't. Orson just leaves, so he just takes the silver lance and silver sword if he just if he just let the chapter go on. But you can take it away from him because you he stole your unit, right? For money later on again. Wow, that's a smart tactician. Smart tactician. It's just funny that at the very beginning of the chapter, you're like, okay, we're gonna storm the castle. Okay, everyone's armed, and then the Orson raises his hands like, "Yeah, I'm armed." And like, actually, no, yeah, I'm gonna take all your stuff. <laughs> like, wait, but I need to fight too. No, but, you, but, no, no, you're just gonna be my meat shield because I know you're gonna betray me anyway. <laughs> it's like, but you weren't supposed to know that, but I know. But I know. Get moving, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if you were a soul, <laughs> like they found you out. It's like. How did they find me out? I didn't tell anybody that I was going to betray them. And now I have no weapons, and I'm being forced to fight on the front lines. Like, I've restarted this game six times. You're not going to fool me. I can see the future. (laughs) But yeah. Darwin keeps telling me that there's going to be an autosave version. So, like, you know, when you're in, like, Fire Emblem and you're playing games, but then Uh one of your units dies by, like, a stupid crit. Yeah. Restart the chapter, you know. I mean, it's but there'll be like a bookmark feature yeah. or something. But now, before every battle, there'll be auto save, so you actually like can't control whether your unit dies because of like a stupid one percent crit, which has happened. Wait. <laughs> what do you mean by before every battle? Like before every so encounter? Like, like... When, when you engage an enemy, it yeah. auto saves. Oh, so. So if the unit dies after the battle, you can't uh-huh. restart the chapter. Oh! Because it'll, it'll, it'll restart you at the last save. Wait, so you can't even restart from the beginning of the chapter? Or is that, oh, that, will that no. still be an option, probably? Yeah, that's not the end. No, so you act, when units actually die, they die. <laughs> but, you can't restart the chapter. <laughs> but that's too hardcore. I, too hardcore from my I, blood. I, I know, like, I'm a Fire Emblem fan, and I believe in permadeath, but I also believe in resetting every time. Yes! <laughs> That's me! 
it's I like can't wait stand losing a unit even if they're worthless <laughs> like i know i'm just gonna bench them but i don't want to lose them like from an outsider's perspective it's like so let me get this straight you don't want your units to die Mm-mm. no but you won't play the mode where they won't die no no it has to be the original way but but you don't want them to die and you hate resetting yes but that's also why you love Fire Emblem? Exactly! Exactly! It's you you build that connection with... Resetting is part of the game! Yes! Exactly. It's like, it's like Pokemon. When you reset over and over for Shinies. Okay, I never got... I didn't really do that because I was too lazy. Hey, no, but... if you want to look really cool at Attorney... <laughs> attorney? Yes, Attorney. With... Your shiny Braviary Gen 5 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Going way back. Uh, at the 2009, 2009? I think it was 2008, 2009 uh, Seattle Regional Championship. You know? Wait, yeah. are you talking about yourself? Were you? Was I'm that not, you? No, I'm not talking about myself. I didn't go to the 2009 Seattle based Regional Championship for uh, video game Pokemon. Or anything? Uh, like no that. way. Didn't get second place or anything. Uh, hmm. Yeah, de- definitely didn't like. Over, didn't you like? Oh my god! I made a really shitty move. You like uh, tried to make a hard read, but no, it was not right. Hard yeah, read. I tried to make a hard read because uh, I okay. So this other guy, uh, he sent out a Terrakion and a Scrafty. Wait, no, was it Terrakion Scrafty? No, it was a. Uh, no, Terrakion Scrafty. And I send out Braviary Chandelure because uh, in that meta, Trick Room teams were super common. So uh, Chandelure, which is like uh, my sweeper-ish um, sweeper lead. So it had Heat Wave, uh, Flame Gem, which would usually one-hit KO Terrakion because mm-hmm. Chandelure would outspeed with Braviary support. I had Chandelure with Imprison and Trick Room just in case, to f- any Trick Room team right. in the match. Because if they can't get Trick Room off, then I outspeed everything, because Trick Room team makes uh, slower Pokemon move first. And I thought that he was running a, a hybrid Trick Room team, because I th- I thought Scrafty could learn Trick Room. I was wrong. Oh, no! <laughs> I imprisoned, and it failed. So then I realized, oh... So you're just down a move. You were down a turn. So then, yeah, I got moved down a turn. Uh, my Braviary and my Chandelure both got knocked out from a Rock Rock Gem boosted Rock Slide from Terrakia. Ooh. <laughs> so then I was down two Pokemon at the very first turn. <laughs> no. It wasn't good. I mean, yeah. needless to say, you lost after that, which yeah, is unfortunate. It was unfortunate, but you and, know, but it's a good t- story to tell every time. Story. You'd be like, hey, you know, I, I used to play Pokemon competitively. Yeah. 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 One time I got second place in a tournament because I wanted to look cool. That's okay. I, but it I, makes I wasn't a, mad. It makes a way better story, though. Yeah. Actually, um, uh, the, the guy I was facing, his name was Snake, or like, that's his like Pokemon name, right? Mm-hmm. Game. His name was Snake, and he wore a Cookie Monster hat, right? In, in real and, life? 
Yeah, yeah, in real life. He was wearing a Cookie Monster hat. And then a year after, uh, DJ Sports Cards had, like, tourneys right next to the shop that used to be, like, a laptop repair place. It used to be just mm-hmm. an empty lot that he would hold uh, Pokemon tourneys at, like, a trading card game. Right, he would just set up tables and, and stuff? Yeah. So then I entered one, right? And I got pretty high in the, the, the ladder. And then I see a kid with a Cookie Monster hat, right? Was this after your tournament? The... Yeah, after the tournament. This was a yeah. year after. This was a year after the, the video game tournament. And I see a kid with a Cookie Monster hat. And then I check the ladder, and I see Snake. Oh, it's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. You didn't recognize me. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just sweating in my seat. Like, you were just, like, so nervous. And he didn't even remember you. He didn't remember me. That was so sad. Dang. Yeah, I I have PTSD from. <laughs> you get triggered anytime you hear like a competitive Pokemon VGC. No, whenever I see a Cookie Monster head. Oh no! You just start sweating. Pierce is like. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. All right, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. So thank you for listening to this episode of Nerds and Night. Uh, Be sure to listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a download. Give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.